Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. Now time for a very I got I got nothing. Don't nod edition <laughs> of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. I am Corey and I'm joined by this guy. Again, I got nothing. Patrick. I mean you're firing on all cylinders today. Um what's up? It's it's that guy again, you know, Basher. I, I, I struggle because when it comes to the game we're going to be talking about today, tell me why. I, I'm having issues thinking of clever, uh, clever is not the word, thinking of my dumb nicknames I, I pull from the game. Well, don't show yourself short. I think you're a very clever guy. Oh, well, thank you. And I don't know. I just, I, I got nothing. This is, this is, this is going to be a, a, a a weird episode. So we're going to be talking about Don't Nods, Tell Me Why. But before that, let's take care of a little housekeeping. If you're listening to this, why not send us an email and let's talk about some video games. If you got some suggestions, if you just want to talk about a game you discover because of this podcast, you can do that at gpopfans at gmail.com. That's gpopfans at gmail.com. We'll, we'll read them. I'll even actually, read them on the air. Actually, I have a request um, in terms of communication. If you listen to uh, uh, one of our previous episodes about Crusaders Kings 3, and you're a big fan of Crusaders Kings 3, uh, feel free to let us know what we're doing wrong. Because I want to like that game still. There you go. The request has been sent. Talk to us. Gpopfans at gmail.com. But that is not what this episode is about. We're going to be talking about Don't Nod's Tell Me Why. But let's go over the details. As I just said, this was created by Don't Nod. They became super popular or super known after Life is Strange. They also made a sequel to that, Life is Strange 2. Oh, that's this team. And they are now back with Tell Me Why. Regularly priced at $29.99. is available on PC and Xbox. Uh, that includes Steam, not just the Xbox Store. Uh, there's no crossplay because it doesn't really have it. Uh, there is no DLC. This is a. There are three episodes. They are all out now. And there is Xbox One X support for all of you X owners out there featuring a 4K resolution. At 30 frames per second over, I believe it's 1080p on the regular Xbox 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 One. Uh, to classify this game is it's it's an adventure game, a cinematic adventure game, I guess you could say. Donut is interesting because 
They're a step up. When I say a step up, that's not that's not the right term. Telltale Games kind of really popularized this genre of of very very heavily story based choose your own adventure games. But Don't Nod's games are more. There's more gameplay involved with them. There's more almost adventure old school adventure game mechanics of having to sort of search around for things and it's not just kind of going from point a to point b all the time so but yeah so don't or don't or tell me why let's talk about it i would have preferred that this would be a i'm gonna stop what? you hang on how do we feel about life is strange one and two? Oh, they're trash Okay, um, see, I would. I, I actually really, really you're like. Wrong. You're wrong. Life is you're strange. Wrong. One, you're wrong. And I like Life you're is Strange wrong. before the you're storm. Wrong. Those games are trash. They're no, all they're trash. Not. Life, yeah, Life is are. Strange two, hated it. Hated they, it with a passion. These games are. They make games for people who think they like adventure games, but really they like games that you can play with like an Amazon TV remote. Uh, they're absolute dog trash. Um, I thought to say something else. Um, it's absolute trash. Um, I don't like these games at all. Uh, going back to uh, Telltale Games and when they made that first Walking Dead game, like they told a very, they crafted a very good story there, um, and they just never, ever built on their gameplay. Um, this team is doing the exact same thing where they just do not build on gameplay whatsoever. This is what this, this is hold left stick, press A until something happens, and See, then okay, when that's something... is... I like Life is Strange one because you're wrong. you're wrong. I really enjoyed that time mechanic of of being able to sort of rewind certain moments to sort of see how things would play out because that's why the 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 mass effects and the telltale games got super popular right it's because you're choosing your own adventure and you want to see how how the game differs but the thing that annoyed me about that whole thing was is people are like yeah I want to go back and play it again I have no I have zero desire to play it again I want to craft the story and I just wanted to see it play out the way it is but I really like the fact that I could see almost and even though I could I could change what was happening in the moment it's still there was still that replay value for people that wanted to go back and even though if you chose a different path that would still affect your next choice if that makes sense so i really liked that mechanic in the first one and while i the story i think had its ups and downs i actually really enjoyed the characters chloe and uh, why am i blanking on her name apparently i didn't join enough to remember him um Chloe and it's gonna bug me. Hang on, I'll, I'll get it. Kardashian. No, I don't. I don't think so. So this is gonna be some dead air, but I'm. I'm it's gonna bug me. Is it Sam? Sounds about right. I don't know. Like, it's gonna bug me. What's her name? Max. That's it. Chloe and Max. I really enjoyed Chloe and Max. Um. I, I just I enjoyed their dynamic. I enjoyed their story. I enjoyed Max's sort of um, dealing with her issues. And while Chloe was a terrible person at times, I think that's what made it kind of special. And before the storm wasn't made by Don't Nod, um, and you did play as Chloe, but it 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 was very clearly um, over oversawn. Is that a word? Overseen by. 
don't nod and they 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 paid a lot of special attention to it and I really liked it. I hated Life is Strange 2 with an absolute passion because it felt like they had no idea what made that first game special. And this is where I'll start to agree with you in that at some point I feel like Life is Strange 2 got caught in that like press left to walk forward and there wasn't a lot of actual exploring going on when i was exploring in life is strange one i was learning more about the characters and some of your choices would be dependent on the characters there was there was a girl named kate in the first game and if you weren't paying attention to the world around you that character's story would play out entirely differently never felt that in life is strange 2 in any capacity hated that game for it and so now we have tell me why which is the the newest version of another newest version, the newest story from this team, and it's about a set of twins. And the the quote power of this one is that they can remember things, and they've got that you know that twin ESP thing, and I like that mechanic of of this mystery sort of this this mystery novel that's unfolding. Of there's there's murder involved, there's death involved, there's personal feelings involved. It's it's very much like a a quote cozy mystery story i hate it so much <laughs> uh this is this is quintessential this is quintessential indie bull crap um it, it leans so hard into uh man i don't i don't give i really don't care anymore but my turn off some people this leans so hard into the indie leftist bull crap of like like in the hardest way possible like so i'm a I, I'm gonna go back to a game that we played just recently, uh, Spirit Fair, Far, whatever. That game, that indie game, dealt heavily with death and just relationships and relationship with death, and it was a huge struggle. And on the outside, it seemed like this very happy-go-lucky game, but like there, like just underneath that, without throwing it into your face without rubbing your nose in it is this there's this very rich idea of death and dealing with it and getting over it and going through it and i appreciated that because on the other on the other side of the fence of indie games you have this kind of trash where it's like it opens up with i killed my mom like like what like this is not a like I'm, I already can't relate, but like she had a gun, I had a knife. No, she had a knife and I had a gun. I think who who had the gun? I forgot. The mom had the gun. The gun. The mom had a gun, and this like six year old had a knife. Like, <laughs> and she beat her mom who had a gun. No, I, yeah, I I completely so like right, so right off the bat, I'm like you're leaning way too hard into this. As you push forward, it's that's when it hits you with the last of us two levels of and i'm trans it's like okay but i'm trans i i get it did you hear the part where i was trans i'm like oh my god like i get it what else the def- what defines you as a person that i'm trans got it that's all you are and then i saw so, some forced to so i'm forced to play through this story with these characters that just are completely and utterly flat. They all, they have the same beat of, of let's get to the bottom of why mom hated us. Oh, mom didn't hate us. 
Ma really loved us. I'm conflicted. Too bad I stabbed her to death. Like, what's going on, guys? You are doing this wrong. Like, this isn't like there's there's a way you can you could tell this this story in a nuanced way where everyone could relate. Instead, you want to go so heavy-handed on your just overall corny message of what like what like what that trans people deserve to be loved like yeah we know that like for the most part the people playing your game know that 100 every single person who plays your game understands that question you're not reaching through your gameplay through your storytelling you have not reached a single person who's like i'm on the fence about transsexuals and it's like just to be like well then i played don't tell me or whatever this crap is called and it's like and now i'm and now now i'm on the other side of the fence it's like no you're not like no this game does nothing like a seafarer or like a or even like a very pretentious braid where it's like here's a very compelling game system very compelling very compelling gameplay and right up and right underneath that is something you didn't expect that's a lot um I hate these games. They're not games. They're, so they're, 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 they're all trash. I will. I agree with like seventy percent of it. Um, my, I somehow managed to hit my face on my mute button. How that happened, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so. To unpack that a little bit, what I'll say is that the the one character being trans, which is Tyler, they it seems like they wanted to approach that in a way that was respectful, which I think it is. But at the same time, it also can't decide if it wants to be important to the story or not. And I think that's where that line of. Uh, story misses it for me but i have read a lot of mystery novels and i don't know how to say this without sounding pretentious but there is definitely a a a mainstream uh feel to a lot of mystery novels and that that deal with the same thing of there's these characters someone died we don't know why, but the truth is always not what's given to you at the beginning. And very much like you said, in the very opening of this game, it's just like the mom has a gun, the kid has a knife, and then all hell breaks loose. And you spend the game trying to unravel that story. But if you have a brain and you can do any type of deducing of characters and story elements... You already know that nothing is, right. is, is how it right. seems. Right. Like, so the fact that you decided to open the game with mom holding a gun, kid holding a knife, immediately I know, well, that's not what right. happened. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh. That's not, that's not what happened at all. And I guess, spoiler, that's not what happened. And that's Who where thought? this game, yeah, that's Who where this thought? game lost me. And that I, when I got to the end, it's pretty it's pretty hard to fool me in the in the modern um I guess writing of of mystery movies as well as like you know, I, I look at like I look at movies like 
what was that Ryan Johnson movie? Uh, Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out. Like, as much as I, I disliked that movie for many I reasons. It. I liked it. What I can't say is that I went into that movie knowing what was going to happen. I went into to tell me why. And within like 20 minutes, I figured it out. Like, did I, did I figure out to the T and I dotted every I and crossed every T? No. But I was able to figure it out. And a huge problem with, with, this, with this style of mystery storytelling, it reminds me of the, the, the book All the Missing Girls. And so, trust me, it's related in that there's only so many characters that they introduce. And because of that, you can figure it out extremely quickly if you just pay attention. Like, you can very quickly be like, okay, this person's involved. This person is not done. Like by the end of the first episode of this game, I was, I pretty much had it figured out. And that was annoying to me because that's the whole point of this. It's not about the trans character. Like th this isn't a game trying to make a statement. And even though some people are trying to sort of paint it as that as like a, a progression for trans characters in video games, completely disagree because it doesn't really, it's not what it's trying to do. Maybe that is progression because that I, way I, dis it, I disagree. Go go for it. I I disagree. There there there's an entire there's an entire section on this person being trans and it it, it and it the fact that I even I meet trans people every day. I'm from Boston. I meet trans people every day. I don't know they're trans half the time, most of the time. I know for a fact this woman's this this woman's trans because they told me forty seven times in the game. Like I get it. Like like it's one thing to just be a trans character. It's another thing to be a trans character and then remind me you're a trans character for an entire sequence of the game before you move on to something and then all of a sudden I, being trans doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah. did, did that break something to the character? Like because it didn't. Like, I know, I know I you think what, wanted it to, but it doesn't. Again, I think that's part of the, the issue in that. It'd be like, it'd be like if in, in, that character in, was black and it was like, oh man, like, did mom know I was black? When did she find out I was black? <laughs> hey, do you know I was black? Oh man, it's so hard being black sometimes. And it's like, guys, guys, this is, this is not. This is your idea of character development, and it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Like, trust me, it's, my issue is not the trans character. It's just how it is, how it's delivered. It's just like you guys really. What people don't, I think, I think what these 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 uh, very untalented developers who make these terrible games don't understand is that the reason Telltale had a hit with that first Walking Dead is because. For the probably the first and last time in their development history, they had a character or a set of characters, and they had a very tight plan with how these characters are going to react, how these characters are going to progress, and how the story is going to evolve over time. They had a very good story with very good characters, and it just focused on character development. And by the end of that, you really cared about a couple of characters specifically, and you have to make a decision, your final decision, and it's a heartbreaking decision. These games going forward, whether it's Don't Don't Tell Me or or any of the other Telltale games, they lost focus on make a compelling, 
great story first because your gameplay is non-existent. This is not an adventure game. This is not like the old Sim and Max games. Like these are not these are not well crafted adventure games. This is hold left stick forward until the A button prompt comes up. Then you press that button, and then you press it one more time, and then you're on to the next series of walking forward and pressing the A button. It's completely boring. I I agree, but I also don't. Um. This is the first time – I could be wrong on this. Um, this felt like the first time that they – that Don't Nod tried to actively implement puzzle sequences into the game where I think it missed it for me. Where It also succeeded in – Chapter 2 I think is the strongest episode – or I guess Episode 2 is the strongest episode of this three-chapter – story i guess and that to me it, it had a, a good balance of, of almost like a detective game as well as a puzzle game and it reminds me kind of the of those um sherlock holmes games which are not fantastic games but they're very good at at, at being a detective and that's where this game to me like i know it's it's weird for some people to say that the reason that i liked the first Life is Strange so much was because of the gameplay and that, yes, a lot of the gameplay was just walking forward. But again, it was the world building that they did while walking forward. And that's completely missing from this game as well as Life is Strange 2. And that's where that first game or that first Life is Strange was just so good. And I strongly believe that's why people like that game so much is because it was a different take on the Telltale style and it, it... it did it right. Whereas like you said, there's a lot of points in this where it's not a game. It's, it's finding the object to move forward. That's not a game. That's busy work. I mean, and if also you, the, the presentation's trash. I'm sorry, but your game looks awful. It's funny. Like your game looks, agree. no, it, <laughs> the game looks awful. Like the character models are trash. Like when you, when you watch a character speak, the, just the facial expressions and, and how their mouths move is off. It, it they look like they look like mannequins making appearing to be human beings. It is the game does not look good. I mean, it runs fine, but it's because there's nothing ever going on in the like this. It is a, I, I don't know, and I don't know how big a studio is. I don't care. This this studio could be a million people strong, and they'll still make games that look like this. Uh, it's just. It's just not. It's nothing compelling about this game to me whatsoever. I don't even consider it a game. This is just something people interested in this one topic will go into and go. I relate to that character. Yeah, and that's it. This is not a game for other people. For other people, this is not just someone like. If if you love Mario racing games and Gears of War, this is just not something you're gonna be like. Oh, this is. Pick up and play because you don't play it. It's, it's, I hate games you don't play. I'm sorry. It just bothers me. Yeah, I, I just I don't agree with with all of that. I think that I think the studio is obviously capable of making a good game, but I feel like they, that they just did not learn the right lessons from Life is Strange 1. Um, both of their games since that, to me, feel like a miss. And oddly enough, I think the strongest game in their franchises um, – is that first life is strange and that prequel that was not made by them. So 
this is this is a bad don't not game but what i i want to i want to say good things about it because i think there are good things in that a the soundtrack is still fantastic i'm not quite sure how don't not always nails that that soundtrack even in life is strange too as much as i hated that game i i the soundtrack was still phenomenal and i think that there's good parts in this like i said i think chapter two of this game is very good and that it I would love to see Don't Nod make a full-on, like, detective game. I think they would be very good at it. But I, maybe they just can't write. I don't know. Like, they can't write. I hate it from the <laughs> beginning. Like, the fact – like, okay, okay. Like, I, I, I said out loud I hate this game plenty of times. Uh, one of the times I said that was uh, when they were um, – uh, after the little time skip, the two characters make it back home and they have to find a way inside the old house. Of course, the door is locked and they don't have the key. So, puzzle time. You already can tell this the, the, the way you get inside the house and the, the puzzle mechanics is trash. But anyway, uh, while one character is under, is, is, is under the house trying to, trying to get inside, they're communicating to each other through their minds. And the way it's pre- it's presented is is monotone as I'm speaking to you all right now. Th- that's how yeah, they'll no, yeah, that, that's I'll, that's as monotone as they were like, hey, we're speaking to each other like we used to. Yeah, we are. It's like I thought back then when we when we telepathically spoke to each other, it was just like, you know, a kid's game. Like, you know, haha, mm-hmm, okay. Let's continue speaking to each other with our telepathic powers, because that's not something to be really freaked out about. Yeah, no, I, I'll agree. Some some of the delivery is definitely oh, rough. Is is not delivery. The, yeah. R- rough is not the right word. <laughs> um, that's it's 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 bad. The and, writing, the voice acting, the, the but the no, see, I, what I'll say is there are there out. are certain times there's there are certain times where this game it, it just it seems the production value was just better. Like the delivery yeah. of of some lines and some of the scenes is just so much better than others and that's just like it's just a weird thing in that the maybe it's the budget maybe it's being only $30 is is part of the problem i don't know but there's also certain characters that they just seem to not and i'm i'm blanking on the name but there's there you know there's there's a of Tyler and Allison have a friend and it's one of Allison's friends that she works with at at the store and i don't remember his name but like he had he was by far the best delivered character in the game and it, it was strange to me that it there was a it, it reminded me a lot of how in Ronda Rousey was in Mortal Kombat 11 or whatever it was you could just straight out tell that she had not done this before like she she was there because she was Ronda Rousey and it felt like a lot of times that was the delivery of some of the the main characters like Tyler and Allison. But then there's other times they deliver it and it's way better. So, again, the, maybe it's a budget thing. Maybe it's certain scenes get more love because of the budget. I don't know. But what I will say is that it, it, it stuck out more in this game than it ever did in Life is Strange 1. So there's something wrong about the delivery of this game, even compared to their own stuff. But again... I I'll agree know, with maybe, that. I, I maybe, remember playing Life is Strange one and, be, and thinking there are good parts to this, um, including the time, the time mechanic, like you said. But the time mechanic, like you said, and the um, the production value, I've, production value, I felt it was a lot better. 
um, higher. And it was rather. over five episodes. Like this was only three. <laughs> like I, I feel like I, I've, I, I want to say that I think five episodes is usually too much. Like there tends to be, especially in Life is Strange too, man. Like there was two episodes in that. I was like, just stop. Like let's, there's, we're not doing anything. And I feel like that a lot of times in the, in the telltale games too, it's just like, get on with it. I think three is a good number. And so I was actually kind of excited that there was only going to be three. And then it, it seemed like that might've been a mistake. I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. I know. Um, these games aren't games. And I hate playing them. <laughs> like I really do. I really do. Like, I just hate the fact that like, why am I sitting at my computer with the mouse and keyboard for no reason? Why am I holding a controller for no reason? This is this is trash you put on the Amazon Marketplace and you can download it to your, your Fire Stick and play it with your Amazon remote. Like it's, it's like this is this and, and and I cannot stress enough how these games got popular because there was a level of storytelling and level of character development that was not seen in the everyday AAA blockbuster. Um, it was hard to tell that it would have been hard to tell that, um, uh, almost a Red Dead Redemption, but, uh, that walking dead story from telltales and the first game, it was, it would have been hard to tell that story if you're, a, if you're being published by, by EA making a first person shooter, like they told a very well-crafted story it was very, with, with great characters. These people are now... <laughs> These developers are now just, 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 they're just hitting every single expected indie beat. And it's boring. Like, you know, you know what's going to happen. Like, if you don't know what's going to happen, you know, you already know, like, what's not going to happen. Um, if one character, like, if one character has, has a defining aspect of them, that's their only aspect of them. Like, and it's just, I, do, I just don't get why these, these aren't games, guys. Well, stop, 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 stop making these, please. Or just add gameplay. How about that? Like, th that, that's my thing. Add gameplay and then I'll enjoy it more. Well, there it is. No, I I think that's way too harsh, but I, I understand it. Um, I think I, I feel like it's just harsh because I feel like that... When I played that first Life is Strange, I was like, okay, like, this is, this feels different. In a good way, uh, but again, I feel like they just took the wrong the wrong lessons. But tell me why I nah I I don't I don't think it's worth your time. I don't think that the mystery there is good. I think that there there's no way that I can suggest this game over almost any of the Telltale games, and definitely not the original Life is Strange. I think the Telltale games, even though there's less quote gameplay, I think they tell a much better story. I think the mystery in this one is just straight bad and and way too mainstream and and dumb, um, and I I don't think the payoff is good. I think that sticking the landing in a mystery novel is the hardest thing to do, and that's basically what this game tries to do. And I don't think it does it. I think it I think the payoff is is very boring. Um, and there you go. So when it comes to tell me why, I think it's safe to say that we both agree. Um, don't play it. I it is it, it, it's not worth your time. So. Uh, it's trash. I mean, it's absolutely trash. These games are all trash. Um, and if you, if you play them, you're wrong. Well, I guess I'm wrong. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. 
Um, next week, we're going to be doing uh, posting an episode that we uh, recorded a little while ago so we can get some time off as well as try to uh, brush up on that Destiny 2 that we're going to be playing. And uh, and then we're also going to be doing our uh, State of Game Pass quotes or quote well, slash State of Xbox slash State of the Industry. Um, Microsoft made some big moves recently, so that's going to obviously affect the future of Microsoft as well as Game Pass. And uh, normally we'd probably do this closer to the end of the year, but with next gen of Xbox Series X and S, along with PlayStation 5, are going to be releasing this November. So we're going to be talking about that as well, just how we feel about Game Pass, how we feel about the future of the Surface, Surface, Service, and how we feel about it going forward, how we feel about it this year, et cetera, et cetera. So you can email us uh, how you feel about Game Pass. Again, gpopfans at gmail.com. If you're listening to this, why not give us a rating on your favorite podcast service of your choice? I promise you it helps. It really helps more than you think it probably does. Every single time that we get a new rating, our numbers go up just a little bit. So I promise you it helps. It doesn't take long. Leave a comment, leave a rating, and go from there. But all right, that is going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next week with Darksiders Genesis. Good day, sirs.